Can you really call yourself a minimalist if you still have stuff in your house? Or do you have to get rid of everything that you love and enjoy to be considered a minimalist? Today, we're going to talk all about that and why minimalism is truly about so much more than just getting rid of all your stuff and how it can benefit you in every aspect of your life. So stay tuned. What does it mean to live differently? Hi, I'm Jenna. Welcome to the Simple Home Podcast. The real reason behind this podcast is to encourage you to live differently. In a society that tells us that more is better and busy is to be expected, I want to give you permission and tips and tricks to help you create a simpler home, simpler days, and cherished moments. Each week, we'll talk about decluttering, organizing, and managing a home. We'll talk about thriving in motherhood, slowing down, and cherishing the journey. Most importantly, we'll have real conversations with real moms who are choosing to live differently and finding joy in motherhood. Take the first step to simplifying your motherhood and head over to athomewithkids.com forward slash resources to find a free resource that's perfect for you in the season that you're in. And stick with me each week as we dive into these topics together. Well, before we get started with our topic, I just wanted to tell you about something that I am loving lately. So I've been teaching a class on photo clutter, how to curate and organize your digital and physical photos and working with that with other people and seeing how many photos they have on their phones. And I found this great, great resource. I actually had heard of it before and never really checked into it any deeper, but it has been so great for those in my class who have tons of photos on their phone and just want a place to have them where they can actually enjoy them. And this resource is called Chat Books. So if you haven't heard of them before, it's a simple way to get your photos from your phone into little books that they mail to you each month. And it's very affordable. They're very fun to look through. They're colorful. They're easy to create. And you can do a lot of different options with them. So you can do like a monthly membership where you pay $5 for these little mini books and you get one every month. Or you can do a variety of different things. So they have some different options. So I definitely want you to look into this if you are like most of us and have photos just living on your phone that you never get to enjoy because this is a super simple way to get them off and your kids are gonna love looking through these little books. So you can go to athomewithkids.com forward slash chat books and you'll get $10 for your first order. So you can get started really easily. So I encourage you to do that if you have lots of photos. All right, so let's talk about minimalism today. When you hear the word minimalism, what do you think? I know that I used to think of a stark, white, modern-looking, sleek apartment with very little Scandinavian-style furniture and blank walls. I certainly didn't think of a family with kids running everywhere and evidence of life at every turn. And many people equate minimalism to sacrifice, not abundance. And so that's what I really want to talk about today, because if there's anything I've learned from letting go of physical belongings— it's that having less clutter opens up a life of abundance, not a life of sacrifice. So minimalism is not like achieving a certain number of towels or shirts, getting down to that very little amount in your closet or your drawers. It's not about lacking 
or giving up the things that you love. It's not anti-consumerism, and it's not only for single people living in downtown lofts. So if that is your view of minimalism, I want you to change your mindset a little bit today. Now, I know that there are minimalists out there who would completely disagree with this. And when I first started simplifying, I never used the word minimalist because it made me feel like I had to live up to a certain standard. It made me feel kind of like I wasn't good enough to be a minimalist. How could I do that? I have little kids. I still want things in my house. I still collect certain things. And so I really had to shift my mindset and Think about how minimalism works for me in my lifestyle and what the real purpose behind it is because it's not just about the things that we own. So before I go into my view of minimalism and how this perspective has changed every area of my life, I first want to say this. I still own more stuff than I need. I still make purchases that I regret. I still have trouble letting go of some things and clutter still makes its way into my house from time to time. I'm not striving for perfection here, but rather intention, and that's my hope for you too. So minimalism to me is about bringing less into my life so I have the mental capacity for the things that are really important to me. This means less stuff that I'll have to manage, less stuff on my schedule that'll take up my precious time and less on my mind so I can focus on more important things. Now, that is the hardest one for me. My mind tends to be a never-ending flow of ideas and projects, and I really have a hard time shutting it off. But I've learned to give myself grace and provided time in my day for me time, which means oftentimes I have to get up early. But I know that I have to have this time to be a good mom and a patient person. And so I know that I have to find times in my day where I can work on these little projects or allow my mind to wander and not allow that to be part of the rest of my day or I get a bit more frazzled, I have a hard time staying present and staying focused. So I choose to get up early in the morning so that I have this time for me. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just stumbled across it, my guess is that you're looking for more simplicity in your life. So whether you consider yourself a minimalist or not, I'm not even sure that I really do, you deserve to be less busy, less stressed, and less burnt out. So I'm going to go over some things to help you kind of achieve this. But in order to achieve this, you have to choose to live differently than the norm, differently than you see your friends living, differently than what we're told on TV and media, differently than we see on social media, differently than we are advertised to. We have to choose a different lifestyle if we're really going to achieve a life that's less busy, less stressed and less overwhelming. So I want you to take a good look at what you've allowed into your life and your house and do the work to let it go. If you're in the decluttering stage, so if you're in that physical stuff stage where you are looking around and feeling like, oh my goodness, I have so many material possessions that are taking up my time and stressing me out, then you could join my free five-day decluttering challenge if you want to, just to get a quick jump start. So go to athomewithkids.com forward slash decluttering challenge and I'll send you a couple emails one each day for the next several days to help you get started with that but just know this is where most people start they start with their physical stuff and as you let go of the physical stuff 
you are going to feel so much lighter mentally, emotionally, and you're going to start to change your perspective in a lot of areas. So if you're in that first stage where you're just getting rid of the physical stuff, that's okay. Start there and start small. And once you feel the momentum of that, you're going to have an easier time moving forward. Now, just remember, I know this takes time and it takes effort, but the effort you put in here, it's going to make such a big impact. Owning less is going to give you back the clarity that you need, the time that you want back, and your priorities are going to shift. So take the time now. It's a great investment, even though it feels a bit overwhelming as you start. Now, once you get through your stuff, or even just at the beginning when you're getting started, as your mindset shifts a little bit, you're going to spend less time buying stuff and more time engaging with people. You'll feel calmer at home and chores are going to feel much less like a burden and more just like something you do to take care of yourself and take care of your house. Let's talk real quick more about that idea of spending less time shopping or spending money because this is kind of a big one. As you start to let go of some of that physical stuff and you start to see the things that you have in your house that you've spent money on and time on that you no longer need or maybe never needed, you're going to have more intention moving forward when you go out shopping and when you're at Target or the grocery store or wherever you might be because you're going to really think about the things you want to bring into your life, which is going to make a big dent in your budget. It's going to make a big dent in how you feel about yourself when you're at home. No longer are you going to feel guilt by looking at these things that you've spent your money on and your time on. Now, of course, you're not going to be perfect at this. You are going to have times when you buy things that you regret. I said, I still do that. I still bring things in and think, oh man, I wish I would have never brought that in because now I'm donating it and we never used it. Or now it's taking up this space that I wish I had for something else. You're still going to do that, but it's going to be much fewer and far between. And you'll probably realize it quicker than you have in the past. So when I say that getting rid of your clutter and starting with getting rid of those physical things will change the way you spend your money, I truly mean it. You are going to find more space in your budget as you start to let go of your physical items. So once you've conquered the physical clutter in your house and you're ready to kind of move on to that next step of minimalism, because remember, it's not just about getting rid of the stuff, but it's really now going to be about what you bring into your life. So once you've gotten to a manageable level, and remember, it's not going to be perfect. You're still going to declutter from time to time. You're still going to find things that you thought you needed, but you don't. But when you're at a manageable level, then you're really going to start thinking about what you bring into your life. So that's kind of like stage two of being a minimalist or living simply or whatever you want to call it. So we already talked about how you're going to probably spend less money, but you're also going to be intentional about everything that you bring into your life. So you're going to make better decisions when it comes to purchases. You're going to make better decisions when it comes to bringing free stuff home into your house, like little gadgets you get at fairs or brochures or the mail from the mailbox. Just taking the time not to actually bring it into your home. You're going to be more intentional about that because you know whatever you bring into your home, you then have to manage. And so anything you can keep out that's better for you and it's going to be easier in the long run. Now, not only is it about the physical stuff that you bring in, but also about the stuff on your schedule. So 
In this step, I want you to be more intentional about what you bring into your life, meaning what you put on your schedule and your family's schedule. So think about your kids. How much do you have them doing every single week? And how much do they have the capacity for? And how much do you have the capacity for? How much driving can you actually do? Is it stressing you out to have to get dinner on the table before five o'clock so you can get to an activity? Or is bedtime a very stressful time because you're rushing through it because you've been out all afternoon after school. Just thinking through all these things that we do on a daily basis that we forget to step back and think, is this truly valuable in my life? Is it truly valuable in my kids' lives? Is it making us better? Is it providing for us to have time for relationship building? Or is it taking away from all of those things? So I'm not saying every activity is bad. I think it's great to have your kids in stuff. I think it's great for you to be doing stuff that you love, to have hobbies and other things. But I really want you to think through, does it match up with the values that you have? Is it providing for the life that you want to live? Or is it making you feel crazy and busy and overwhelmed? So thinking through that and really being intentional on what you allow into your life and onto your schedule will help you get to kind of that next level of feeling the relief from living simpler. So it's not just about getting rid of our physical stuff. It's also about getting rid of that mental clutter, the clutter on our schedules, and the things that we do just because we think we're supposed to do them and really thinking about them and living in a way that matches the way you want to live. Like, what do you want your life to look like? Getting rid of the things that aren't helping you get there. I know you might feel like you're so far from feeling the relief that you're striving for, but all you have to do is take one step. So that's what I want to encourage you to do today. Do one thing to get you closer, whatever that might be. You could start with that five-day challenge. Sign up for the five-day challenge. It's totally free. There are little audio clips, so you don't even have to spend time reading the email. You get to listen to it, and it'll give you a quick jump start. Or maybe you want to start with one drawer and empty just one drawer out. Take one thing off your calendar. This is a good place to start if you're feeling really over busy and overwhelmed and exhausted at the end of the day. Take a good hard look at your calendar and see if there's something you could let go of. Something that you have your kids signed up for or maybe it's just ordering groceries to go pick up rather than going to the grocery store and spending an hour inside the grocery store. Think of ways that you can simplify your calendar, which will give you a little bit more time back. And then maybe you can start with some of these decluttering projects. Or maybe you want to organize your pantry. So go in an area in your house, such as your pantry, where you spend a lot of time and organize that one place. Whatever it is, just do one thing today to get you the simplicity that you're looking for. It only takes small steps. And then tomorrow, choose one more thing. And the next day, one more thing. You don't have to make big, huge gains. You don't have to have everything perfect to make this feel better for you. Now, the last thing I want to say is I just want you to remember there's no such thing as being like the perfect minimalist or organizer or having the fewest amount of things. It's not a competition. It's about your life, what feels good to you, and just making your home and your schedule and everything in your life feel simpler, more doable, so that you can enjoy instead of just feel overwhelmed all the time. So just know that minimalism isn't just about getting rid of your stuff. It's about changing your whole life, and there's no time frame to it. 
it's a go at your own pace type of thing. So don't feel the pressure that you have to have all of this done really quick. Peel the onion, go step by step, and just know that whatever feels good to you is the right thing. All right, that is all for this week. I can't wait to talk to you next week where I will be talking to Deanna Yates all about how to get our kids to declutter or how to help them with decluttering. So don't miss that episode. I can't wait to talk to you then. And don't forget to check out chat books if you have lots of photos on your phone and just aren't sure what to do with them. Remember to go to athomewithkids.com forward slash chat books and you'll get $10 to use on your first order. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for joining me on the Simple Home Podcast this week. It truly is a blessing to have you here. If you've been enjoying this podcast and found encouragement here, can you take a moment to leave a rating and a review on iTunes? This is how podcasts grow and how they reach larger audiences. And I am so thankful to get to work with so many women and spread this message. So if you have a moment, head to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. I love to read what you have to say, and I might just spotlight you on an upcoming episode. Also, if you think a friend could use this kind of encouragement, go ahead and share it with them. Tell them about the podcast. Tag me on Instagram with a picture of you listening. Whatever we can do to encourage more women to live differently. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week.